Welcome back to another edition of Racing It Out. I'm Caitlin. He's Todd. How are you? I haven't seen um, you since you got back from vacation. You look good. You're well rested. Everything's fine. Everything's ha you're happy. I mean, it's been like a week and a half since I've gotten back from vacation. So I still haven't the, seen you. So yeah, that's the that's rest. All good. The rest. The resting. The rest. The restness. I don't know. The vacation aura is gone. <laughs> it's funny there's uh, that happens at great speed i find and there's the the uh the cliche if you will of it takes you a week to get ready to go away for a week and also a week to recover from going away for a week so it's really like a three-week process yeah it's i'm not going to do any work before because i'm so excited to be not doing work for a week and then i don't want to do work for a week after well but there's also the, I got to get my shit together so that I can yeah. go away for a week. And so you run around and do that and then, you know, go crazy for a week doing whatever you want and then come back and, oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Or somebody's got a 911 emergency that has to be dealt with immediately, which is only a 911 emergency for them. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I was in the airport writing the article about LP Dumoulin's car being in the hall of fame yeah. for the, for NASCAR.ca. I was finishing that in the airport, posting it on my iPad as we, of course, went, we had three gate changes to leave Toronto. <laughs> so as we were bouncing back and forth from like different gates, I was like trying to post this on my iPad because I didn't bring my laptop because it's vacation. And then I think I got in that night and I had like a bunch of emails to send before I was like, okay, full vacation mode nice turning it nice. off so nice but... so but it was good how how we'll, we'll talk about the food later but how busy was the the ship was it uh half capacity not bad or no it was talking about that before it wasn't full capacity there were definitely like empty rooms um it was busy you know there was our sea day we couldn't find any seating in it was very hard at least to find seating in the buffet mm -hmm. um but all in all i mean it wasn't awful it's like i think the like any show we went to we weren't fighting for seats Good. dinner like we always got sat within like a reasonable time for dinner Good. um the buffet is probably the place we actually had the most interaction with people um and where we saw the most amount of people at mm -hmm. once minus like when we did the private island coco key on our second day that was a lot of people nice because it yeah. was us plus another ship so, oh okay yeah so that one was a, a bit of a but even then it just, it didn't feel super busy. It wasn't Good. like you were like bumping shoulders with people. And we went relatively early and got on like all the water slides, all that, got that out of the way. And then when we went to the beach is when we felt, oh, there's a lot of people here. Cause we had to walk around a little bit before we could find sure. chairs. Sure. But, would you do it again? I would. Um, My boyfriend, unfortunately, who is very prone to more motion sickness was uh, uh... not... It took us it took us a while to find our sea legs because even I, who was pretty good with motion sickness, the first day it was it was rocky and yeah. it was pretty windy and I was getting nauseous at points. So I think we decided next time we're gonna try a resort and try and find like a really good one that has lots of activities like beach volleyball, water slide, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And do something like that that's maybe around the same price point, a little bit more expensive, just to try it out. Cause we haven't done that before either. Would I ever do a cruise again? Absolutely. I loved it. I loved okay, having good. everything there. And I it, it's a different experience. I just kind of like yeah. 
being on a okay. I, I've always liked being on boats, so I'm like, I liked it. Yeah. See, you know, boats are okay. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with boats. I, I, I know what you mean because we were out on a boat one day when we were away in the fall in, in Mexico, and even after for a few hours after you get off, it's sort of like you feel like you're still, you know, riding the waves. A I bit. went to bed the night we got back, which was a Friday, and the second my head hit the pillow, I, I could feel it, like, like I, I felt floaty, <laughs> and then like getting up, do the drunk thing, put your foot on the floor. Yeah, getting up, it was like whoa, like you it for like maybe like a day and a half, we felt like we were still at sea, which right. is crazy. But no, I mean, I grew up sailing in cadets and always on big ships and stuff like that. So I would, I would definitely do it again. I did really like it. But oh, good. Yeah. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Glad you had a good time. So now back into it and whatever, February, February, March, April, May, like 90, 100 days out from the start of uh, Pinty season. I don't even know. I'm, I don't I'm even know guesstimating either. So. I should but probably it's, check. It's, it's good. We're, I, I don't have a countdown clock going, but it's good. I think we're, we're, we're getting closer. We're into February now. Things are happening. The sports car season began with the, the Rolex 24. Um, I went to Daytona, as you know, but I did. I did not go to the race. I didn't. Uh, I, I, I watched almost all 24 hours of it because it was really interesting. But I didn't uh, stay for the race. I had to go over to shoot some video for another project. But it was. But it was good. It was just. It was great to. And, and I get this every time you start a season or your your first time back for the new year, you go to a racetrack. It's just. It just feels good. You see some people that you know, and you have a few conversations. Say. I, you're home again. You're back in your in your space. You're back with with people that you know and love and care about. So I, I enjoyed that. That's why I always like doing Daytona, which I leave a week today. I'm so yeah. Excited. That's why I like doing Daytona because it's it's just there's magic in that track. I don't know, man. The second you walk in and you see that banking, it's like oh. driving through the tunnel. Driving through the tunnel. Yeah, it's just it's, it's like... a special it's a special feeling to, mm -hmm. to go to that track and just sort of take it all in. That was, it's, it's like when the Indianapolis motor speedway is similar in that it's, you know, it's a giant place, great history and stuff. And I remember the first time I went, it wasn't during, it wasn't for the race. It was uh, in the middle of the summer. And you just, same thing, you drive through the tunnel underneath and you come up in the middle and you look around and, and it's just like, just envelops you. It's just wonderful. Yeah. You it's, I mean, we see a lot of short tracks, like little itty bitty mm -hmm. tiny tracks on our series and Pinty's, but you feel like an ant in the middle of that place <laughs> as you can kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort like of, that. well, I was, and I was meeting someone last year at, at Daytona and they said, okay, I'll be there in, uh, in 10 minutes. I said, great. And, you know, 15, 20 minutes go by and I get another text from him. I was like, really, I'm on my way. This is a big place. I, I know, I get it. So that's that's just and kind of what happens. I think that's my only gripe with Daytona is there's no center tunnel at the track. So if you want to get, yeah, like, and that's why I like so much about Pocono is that they had, it had, I think, three tunnels, one in the center for pedestrians and then two on the side for cars. I mm -hmm. really wish Daytona had that. And I don't know why they don't. But it's a pain in the butt to get from, especially our first year when we were parking, like, none of us had media parking. We were parking, like, boonies. Yes. It's a long walk to even get from the merch haulers out front, infield for the race. Sure. And you can't cut through the grandstands unless you have a ticket. 
So it's, that's, that's my only gripe with Daytona. I get my steps in. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so I'll be, I think I'm probably no going to be averaging like 15,000 steps a day next week, but. See, I've never, I've never checked my phone. I've never worn a Fitbit or anything. I don't want to know. I know it's a million steps. I don't want to know. I don't care. It's a lot, but I, I could walk for, you know, for days on end. It's no big deal. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. So it, it's, it's good. Now this will be the first NASCAR race at Daytona. Of course, the 500 will have the, the duels and everything before, but this will be the first race because for the second consecutive year, the clash has gone West coast. And once again, they dug up the dirt and put down the asphalt and created a track inside the Coliseum. Do you want to kind of give me your thoughts on the overall event or if there's anything in particular that you like, didn't like, or want to go to? I thought the racing was good. Did it get a little scrappy in the second half? Yes. We were getting real annoyed when, you know, they couldn't go more than three laps without wrecking. Yep. Yep. So uh, I think they they were getting very aggressive towards the end. I think now I've heard from people that were there that the atmosphere there was amazing. Mm -hmm. Even with like, because my, my opinion of the entertainment was it was kind of lackluster, mm -hmm. especially it like, it didn't translate well onto TV. That's but a hard thing. Yeah. It is, it is a very hard thing, but the people that were there said, it was good. Like Wiz Khalifa was good. Um, I have not, I don't think I've heard a single good thing about Dixie D'Amelio's performance. Mm -hmm. I think the TV showed five seconds of it, but all in all, I think it was a good race. Do I want it to be a points race? No, no, shouldn't be because it's I know that's been a question. It's because of Fontana being reconfigured and it's not going to be available for the 24 schedule. So I, I think you sort of alluded and bring up a very good point in that it's a very different show in person and on television and mm -hmm. as the promoter and putting on this this race you have to understand and deal with that is that you have to entertain and give a good show to the tens of thousands that are in the in attendance and the millions that are watching on television. And that's why you sometimes have to make compromises for TV because yeah, it's great. Oh, look, we've got 50,000 people in the stands. Yes, but there's 50 times that watching on television. So you mm -hmm. have to really kind of bend and accommodate for, for that. I thought most of the racing was good. And to be brutally honest, I thought, I thought the, the second half was a shit show. And I, it was, it's, you're right. You can't run three laps without, without causing a caution. That's terrible. And I just, I think that really detracted from the event. And I think that really brought a lot of people's opinion down mm -hmm. on the, on the event too. Has it run its course is the next question. I and don't think so. Do you go back for a third year? Okay. So I don't think you can go back and do exactly the same thing, which is basically what mm -hmm. they did this year. Right. What do you do differently in year number three if you go back again? Um, hmm. Maybe you could do something where it's a multi-day event. Maybe you could do something where um, fans are more involved, maybe more heat races. 
a shorter main race, like for entertainment. Two, like. Well, two hours, two hours to run 150 lap race is crazy. Yeah. And again, dealing with different things. I thought that it's way too long from the start of qualifying heat races to because uh, qualifying was on the Saturday night, but the, the qualifying heat races to introductions to the show to the end of the evening. That is way too long. It should there be is a one way day too event. much downtime, way too much downtime. So that's, that's the first thing. And if, if you're advertising that the, the show starts at eight o'clock, the race starts at eight o'clock and you don't take the green flag for 25 minutes, you better have a good pre-race. And it wasn't. So I no. think there's a lot of things that could be looked at and addressed. The other part of this is taking out grass, putting in a racetrack, putting back in grass. It's a lot of logistics. It's a, well, it's a lot of money too. Yeah. So what's the return on investment for this type of adventure to go forward again? Is it better to look at doing something different? I, I think it was a cool idea. Last year it was great. I'm not surprised that attendance at the event was down somewhat this year. And I think if you go back for the third year and offer the same exact thing, it's going to plummet. Yeah. And I think that would be bad news. So I think there's... You know, if you go back again, you've got to present something different. I think it would be a very interesting thing for NASCAR to do if they made it at a different track every single year. Sure. You're giving you're giving markets that, you know, maybe historically will get one race. And obviously you can't go to Watkins Glen. You can't go to New Hampshire. I saw somebody on Twitter being like, go to Canada. And it's like, yeah, they'll fucking go ice racing. <laughs> like, which it should be they great could. in February. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm sorry. Um, Toronto has too much snow for my liking now. So I don't know where, and we never get snow. So mm -hmm. I don't know where the hell in Canada you're going to race because you're ice racing. Sorry, bud. That's right. But you know, some of the Southern markets, like, you know, n like nobody like Homestead or Atlanta or Darlington, Maybe. like other markets that get one race a year. Or none, or none, or don't have a race. Maybe yeah. there's a an opportunity uh, there. the 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 difficulty too with this is that so many griped about it not being the same traditional NASCAR race. In that, oh well, we didn't have a country under. If we have country entertainment at every race, and we do exactly the same thing, the same. I, I give them credit for trying things. Try different things. You you have to grow your audience, and you mm -hmm. want to expose your product to as many different groups as possible that's great you're not going to like every pre-race concert right. doesn't matter who it is you're not going to enjoy everyone and if you do not think that an exhibition race at a quarter mile track before the start of the season you're going to enjoy don't watch it yeah you no one no one is requiring you to watch it and no one is is saying that this is, this is for every funsies. race should be exactly exactly the same. That's part of the diversity of of NASCAR that everyone likes. Is that oh, you've got half mile tracks, you've got mile tracks, mile and a half, and and big super speedways. That's it's great. You don't mm -hmm. like the quarter mile? Don't watch it. It's one race, and it's not even a points race. Exactly. It's literally there just for fun. Um, I will say, in to your point of bringing in new audiences, while I am excited to see a lot of young people at that race at the clash the amount of people that had ricky bobby shirts <laughs> i'll tell you here's another one that they you looked just... up nascar shirts on sheen fashion nova amazon and yeah. got ricky bobby and that well, is annoying here's another one 
And this one I caught on social media and it was the, it's a little bit of the grumpy old man yelling at the clouds. And it's just, oh my gosh, there's the smell of pot at the NASCAR race. Bill France would be, will be rolling over in his grave. Bill France, even going back to big Bill France, the original, they were innovators. They were promoters. They understood that it was entertainment. Last time I checked, pot was legal in California and it's legal in a lot of other places. Too. Legal in Canada. So if, if that's your thing, that's great. If you're going to be, you know, pearl clutching and offended at someone participating in a legal activity, maybe there's another issue. And it's you. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just call him out, Todd? What? But, but it just... <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, and I that's how Canada. So <laughs> no, but that's how Canada treats it now. Canada yeah. treats it like, like an a recreational activity, like going out and drinking. Now, are it there is. weed cafes? Probably, but they're not as main scale as bars. But you can partake in, yeah, weed recreationally here in Canada, right. and not get arrested for it. And so in a what's whole bunch the of difference? states too. So, yeah. and, and you're right, you know, be responsible. Don't partake and drive or operate motor vehicles. And, you know, be responsible. As long as it wasn't, I don't know, freaking Joey Logano behind the wheel that was the one smoking the joint. Nobody right. cares. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, ease up. It's okay. It's California. Really, it's not that, uh, that big a deal. Now, where they do make a big deal or things they do make a big deal about are, handguns but in some places more so than others and again a reminder in the last couple of days don't pack them in your bag and then try to travel through an airport it's but here's here's the thing there's so much talk about responsible gun ownership and i get that and the gun culture is very different in the united states than it is in canada but if you are a responsible gun owner, and that is the purpose of, of allowing people to have firearms, shouldn't you always know where your gun is? Yeah. That's my question. It's like, oh, I forgot. Well, but then how? you're not being responsible. Yeah. It's like, how do you not know where your gun is? And for those who don't know what we're talking about, it came out, what, two days ago, yesterday, mm -hmm. that Kyle Bush was arrested in Cancun while on vacation during the off-season because he had a gun that he forgot about in his carry-on, in his bag, in his whatever, and it is illegal to bring a gun into Mexico. Yeah. Uh, he, he is a licensed uh, and registered owner, so he has the proper uh, accreditation and permits, mm -hmm. So, and said he forgot. Yeah, which, I mean... Playing devil's advocate, here in Canada, we have much stricter gun laws. Yeah. You can't, you have to have your gun in a locked box at all times and your ammunition stored a certain amount of feet, meters, whatever, away from the gun. It has to be unloaded. It has to have the safety on, yada, yada, yada. I don't know what it is in the U.S., let alone Charlotte. Maybe you are just allowed to go wherever whenever i like i don't even know if you're allowed to travel from like north carolina to la with a handgun varies. in your bag it varies from state to state what the rules are 
Right. So it's like, I don't know the rules and the laws and maybe it is a thing in the States where you can just travel with your handgun, especially someone who has access to private charters like Kyle Bush. So playing the devil's advocate, maybe it is a completely reasonable thing that he just forgot. I personally wouldn't. I don't think you would either. (laughs) I want to know where that thing is. If it's mine, I want to know where it is. Exactly. Because it's like, it's a gun. Yeah. (laughs) But I think Kyle did realize he fucked up because he, he kept it on the down low. He didn't make a big deal of it. And he immediately reported it to NASCAR as he's supposed to do. So I'm, I'm glad this is not, this is a, um, it's not a, this is going to be an old story. story. It's, it's going to be an old story, old story in 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 no time because you're right. It was handled. You know, he he followed the rules and reported that that he was detained. Mm-hmm. Um, had the explanation, went through the process. He was allowed to leave the country and go back home. I thought the PR statement was thorough and mm-hmm. gave the necessary facts and also closed with, "I consider this matter closed. Like yeah, I'm done." Because he doesn't want to be it. asked about it. And it's over. Yeah. It's because he doesn't want to be asked about it. His wife doesn't want to be asked about it. It was a simple mistake. Matters closed. Do Seems I think reasonable. it's interesting? Yeah, I think it's absolutely. an interesting social experiment on the U.S. <laughs> but that's a different story. Yeah, but I, I, I thought it was handled about as well as it, it could be handled. I mean, it could have blown up and been a total gong show, but... Mm-hmm. He was he was forthcoming. Look, I screwed up. Here's the here's the rules. This is what happened. I I apologize. You know, it's all on me. And I'm I've made amends. So one thing I'm confused about is I've seen some things coming like uh, around this topic of he's sentenced to three and a half years in prison. Yeah, I I believe that is possible, but I believe um like many countries, uh sentences can be commuted or or um held in abeyance or whatever. There's different legal terminology and and different, you know, slightly different rules, but um doesn't mean you're necessarily going to spend three and a half years on the who's count. Right. Because my question is it's like, is it like a, if you ever come back, we're gonna arrest you? Right. On a deal. Like if you if he ever goes back to Mexico. Is that's he not allowed back to yes to go Mexico anymore? Well, that's the you're right. That's the the clarity. So mm-hmm. in terms of the future, but right, uh, he was obviously he was allowed to leave the country. So it didn't mean right. that he was convicted and immediately taken to uh, prison. So right, that's the good news. That it is, but it so, it is a very interesting story. I, it was not what I expected to read on my Monday. <laughs> This was yeah. This is your. This is not the preview you were expecting leading up to. You know Daytona. Yeah, especially it's a, it's after a new he year was. And he was so good during the clash. He's he's a terrific racer. Yeah, he is a hell of a race car driver. I know both him and that, Austin were insane. Yes, I. There are there are people that have their favorite drivers, and there are those that really like Kyle Busch, and those that think he's the antichrist. But it, it's. He's people a hell have, of a race car driver. And people think that in our series too. There are people in our series and a lot of people attribute Kevin Lacroix to being our Kyle Busch. Somewhat, yeah. Somewhat. Good comparison. I see it. Well, no, I, I only say it because I see it a lot in our social medias mm-hmm. where people will be like, 
he races like Kyle Busch, he acts like Kyle Busch, la 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 la. Oh my gosh, he's NASCAR Pinty's. Like people call him NASCAR Pinty's Kyle Busch. <laughs> Doesn't take away from the fact that he's a terrific race car driver. Yes, absolutely. So, so I'm I'm excited to see where he goes with RCR this year because I think 2023 is going to give that team back some more dominance and I'm really excited to see it. I have if one nothing more... else, they're going to get a lot more attention. Yes. I have one more grief about the car. Sure. Sure. That podium celebration. I was oh, you... I was intrigued when they were like, we're going to have a podium celebration for the clash. And I was like, okay. You have lots of examples of this being done mm -hmm. in your sport. Mainly us. Also Euro. Never in my life have I wanted to direct a victory lane ceremony anymore. And you know I don't like doing them. But I was sitting there and I was watching it and I'm like, guys, yeah, you have people in 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 your company that know how to do this. You do not just put all three drivers on the podium. Cause it's mm -hmm. like I'm I was confused because it was like, is this a racing? Like even in the Olympics, you call up each bronze silver gold you call them up you present them their medals you play their national the winner's national anthem the second i saw all three of them standing on that podium i was like what are you doing what are you doing what you're are doing you doing it wrong you're doing it wrong yeah it's like fix this fix this fix this so if they do do the clash with coliseum again next year please fix that Caitlin I is liked available it. To, Caitlin is available to run the victory podium so that it will I run smoothly. I am volunteering and myself. But this is the, again, this is the, the difficult, this, they're trying, did something different because they don't do podium at NASCAR races. Mm -hmm. It's just the winner. And, and, and that's cool, but figure it out. You've got to think of all the what ifs before yeah. you're actually doing it. And that's the, the trouble live show TV, what, like it, it's, it's coordinating and, those bodies that come together. And it's, and I, it's a challenge because you've, you've experienced it. And I, oh I do God, too. It's yeah. just, it's, it's a, it's a real timing and logistical dance that you have to do sometimes. And I wonder if maybe they had planned to do it that way. But because they were constricted by the time slot, because they had yes. gone, what, almost an hour over it? Yes. If Speed maybe they just went, get on get on the step. Yeah. Like, get just, here. just do get it. Get up there and let's get out of here. Because it's we're like, done. you have to have a podium celebration because you hyped it up so much. But instead of it being this whole ceremony, it's now... A gong show. A picture. Yeah. So. so. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. But it'll be fun. It's, it's exciting that the season is... Uh, is underway and stuff. Do you have uh, favorite spots that you're going back to eat at Daytona? Uh, we should we should talk about your. You said you had lots of of food uh, stories. Yes, I do. As we were texting uh, the last day or so, it's like okay, so hit me with all your food stories. Mm -hmm. So I think one of my favorite places on the cruise for eating was there is a the the pool restaurant is an all you can eat taco burrito quesadilla spot. It's it was so nice to be like, hmm, I'm a little hungry. I'm going to go get some tacos. There was also all you can eat pizza. And it was decent pizza too. I was nice. like, oh man, this is nice. Again, I'm a little bit hungry. We're going to go to get some pizza. Um, all you can eat soft serve ice cream. Um, the buffet was really good. Like the main how dining do, room was amazing. How do they stand a chance of making money and I'm, I'm thinking about this from my personal perspective how do they stand a chance of making money if it's all you can eat tacos and pizza 
I mean, I, I, I could, they I could charge... eat pizza like, um, like slices, like whole pies. Oh yeah. I could eat a lot of pizza because they'll charge an arm and a leg for the drink package and the excursions. Okay. And right. my question, I guess then becomes when you're with a cruise line, like there's one, um, I think it's Norwegian or M MSC that everything's included all right. of your specialty dining, all of your drinks, your excursions. And it's still only like 1500, two grand a person Canadian. Then how are you making money? <laughs> You're staying 50 to a cabin. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, but that's, these are, you know, those are, those are questions above my pay grade yeah. in terms of operating a, a, a travel industry on, or a cruise ship line or something like that. But that's, yeah. that's great. Glad, uh, you know, tacos, oh, one so of many the different best variations. curries. Yeah. In the main oh, dining good. room our first night it was so yeah. good and it was funny too because they didn't tell me it was spicy before i had it and then every single waiter staff kept coming up and being like do you like it like it's spicy right and i'm like like it it was hot i'm not gonna lie but like it was good nice. and i was like no this is great i like this like it's got a kick but like good good and i'm like i made the joke to my friends i'm like they were really surprised to see this little white girl white little pale girl <laughs> eating this super <laughs> spicy dish so I'm like, I I felt proud of myself, but yeah. oh, were there any other good ones? We went to um, a rum distillery when we were in Nassau. That sure. was really good. Yeah, they they gave us little pina colada samples. Yeah, see, the, uh, pina coladas, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of. It's like I, yeah, I'm not a big coconut fan, so I don't you know I'm pina not coladas. Either. But funny enough, when we were in Nassau. We bought a coconut to drink out of because we had never done it. And it's like, you know, like sure. a thing you do and they're selling it. It was eight bucks and we it's got like five sips in it. My partner and I split it and we're like, okay, we have this giant coconut that's like the size of Caitlin's head. What do we do with it? And we went up to the cash. We're like, do you guys want this back? Like, do you like, what do you do with it? And they're like, oh, we're you turning take your it. empties. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm like, this feels like a waste because I know there's fruit inside this. And she's like, oh, if you take it to the like the guy hosting, he'll cut it up for you. And sure enough, we take it over. He's got a freaking machete and just chops it open. And we just, and I'm not a big coconut fan either, but just eating this, like eating the raw coconut, it was really good. It didn't taste too much like coke. Like it wasn't like overpowering taste right. of coconut, but it wasn't bad. Good. Good. But, See, that's, that's a good thing. Try new, you know, experiences, yeah. new foods and stuff. So good. All in all a successful vacation. And yes. now it's time to go. Okay. Full speed. Daytona's coming up. Uh, won't be long. Snow will be off the ground and uh, teams will be out testing and we'll be, uh, we'll be back into the thick of it in summer. Oh, Looking forward boy. to it. Yeah. So excited to be in Daytona next week. You have no idea. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. All right. Uh, disclaimer. The thoughts, ideas, suggestions, opinions, especially the way out wacky controversial ones, I think a few of them came from me on this particular episode, do not represent the views of anyone other than Todd and Caitlin. That's not NASCAR, NASCAR Pinties, uh, IndyCar, Green Savory, any other entity, Rev TV, TSN, anyone that we may be affiliated, work with, or have pals that work there. How's that? Amazing as okay. always. I, I didn't think, think you're. I didn't ass. think you're. You were too controversial this this episode. Okay, I was just you know no, covering no, your bases. You're right. Nothing. No, nothing controversial. I just was matter of fact about a couple of things, and that's always good. So nothing wrong with it. Just say what it is. All right. Yeah, I go. guess that's it. We're done. 
<laughs> well, thank you everybody for joining us and we'll see you in the next one.